This is Scott Becker with Becker's ASU Review and Becker's Healthcare. Thank you for tuning in to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. Today's podcast is going to feature Alex Reyes and Scott Bergman. Alex is the Vice President of Operations at Regent Surgical Health. Scott Bergman is the Vice President of Development at Regent Surgical Health. We're going to talk about what we're seeing in terms of both the business trends in the surgery center area, the clinical trends in the surgery center area. Uh, so we'll, we'll dive into that in a second. The podcast is sponsored by Pacera Biosciences. Pacera is one of the leaders in sort of non-opioid uh, work in pain management in surgery centers and in surgery, and a magnificent leader in that field. This is part of a series that's put on by Pacera on featuring perspectives from different management companies in the ASC area. Alex and Scott, before we get started, Alex, can I ask you to take a moment to just introduce yourself? Yes, of course. And thank you, Scott. Um, so I am the Vice President of Operations for Region Surgical Health. I cover the Northeast region uh, for the company, and I am very excited to be a part of this podcast. Thank you, and thrilled to have you. And Scott Bergman, the same. I ask you to introduce yourself. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us on the podcast, Scott. So yes, I am Scott Bergman. I'm the Vice President of Development for the East Coast for Region Surgical Health. Thank you very much. We've got sort of a mix of business and clinical questions. You know, Scott, you live in sort of the, the, the business area, developing centers, working with business groups and hospitals built centers. Take a moment and talk about some of the evolution in the surgery center business. One of the hot topics right now is surgery migration from hospitals to surgery centers. Uh, CMS rulings have significantly increased the number of procedures approved to be performed in ASC. You know, with the stated goal to sort of get rid of inpatient list only list over you know three years or so, with a, a large percentage of musculoskeletal services moving towards surgery centers, or at least allowed to be done in surgery centers. How is your organization seeing and reacting to this shift in cases from hospitals to surgery centers? What are you seeing, and how are you reacting to it? Yes, yeah, so. So also Regent, we're extremely bullish on the ASC industry right now. We're obviously seeing a significant shift in migration of cases from traditionally the hospital setting, moving to the outpatient setting. Uh, there, there are several factors that are driving this shift, one being ASC approved procedure list and higher acuity care, such as total joints being added to the ASC approved procedure list. So we're seeing more and more cases being approved to be done by CMS in ASCs, we're also seeing the uh, insurance carriers start to demand that these these outpatient cases be migrated out of the hospital setting into the ASC. So at Regent, we're extremely bullish on the industry. Recently completed a partnership with Towerbrook Capital and Ascension Capital, which confirms our belief and commitment to the future of, of outpatient surgery and this investment allows us to increase our resources that will ultimately benefit both our current and future ASC partners. And talk for a moment, Scott, and I'll ask Alex this too. Hospitals are ramping up efforts to develop their outpatient networks. How important is surgery as part of this? I mean, they're doing a lot of virtual, a lot of digital stuff, lots of other things, lots of mental care networks, but how much are they focused on outpatient surgery as part of the strategy? So we're really starting to see the hospitals focus more and more on an outpatient strategy. Um, they, they've been a little bit behind the curve, and I think they're finally starting to realize that 
the cases are going to be migrated out of their hospitals. And now that the time has come where they can either align themselves with the physicians and partner with them on outpatient surgery centers or sit back and wait and just have those cases leave. So we're really seeing the hospitals finally understand that developing an ASC strategy, partnering with a professional management company like Legion, as well as partnering with the physicians, makes the most sense in the long run for these hospital systems. And, and what do you see in terms of um, consumerism? How much are patients, consumers, choosing their surgeon or the facility for surgical procedures? It, traditionally, patients really chose their surgeon, the surgeon chose where to take the patients, for all practical mm -hmm. purposes. What are you seeing today? Are, are patients having more input into those discussions? Um, consumers are increasingly caring about lower costs, you know, improved access, as well as a better experience. With the rise of high deductible health plans, I think consumers are cost, more cost conscious now with their medical choices. Lower costs at ASCs obviously provide strong incentives for consumers to shift their side of and I think consumers are becoming more involved in definitely in selecting a physician as well as a facility to have their surgery. And now with COVID-19, consumers are also looking for a safer environment for their care. And, and Alex, let me ask you another question around that. I mean, you know, Scott talks some about procedures shifting to surgery centers. Are you seeing your physicians, you're, you're on the ground floor with operations, are you seeing your physicians motivated to move cases to, to sort of look at bringing more cases to surgery centers from hospitals? Are you seeing a lot of that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Regent, you know, we, we spend a lot of time in creating high-performance teams for our total joint program. And, you know, we've seen it across, uh, across the country. You know, we have our center OSI as well as East Hills, you know, where we have built uh, these total joint programs. And the physicians, especially after the Medicare-approved procedures, after they added total hips, uh, in 2021, we're seeing a significant shift um, of more joints uh, coming into the ASC space. Are, are you seeing physician engagement arrangements change? How are things changing? What are you seeing differently from, you know, some time ago and how physicians are engaged? Yeah. So Alex did mention earlier the, the impact of COVID on patients wanting to uh, be in a safer environment. Well, we're actually seeing the same thing from physicians as well, who, if they don't need to be in the hospital, they prefer to perform their procedures outside of the hospital's walls. So there is a greater interest in moving the cases to an ASC. So we are seeing more interest in physician utilizers within our existing ASCs, as well as increased interest in potentially new partners um, for de novo facilities, as well as for uh, existing facilities as well. So the, the, the increased demand and for utilization of the surgery centers continues to grow. Thank you very much. And then th take a moment on, and maybe Alex, why don't you take the lead on this? How has your organization been impacted by COVID-19 pandemic and what changes have you instituted? So fortunately, our organization has come out stronger than ever from this pandemic. Uh, one positive thing was that it heightened the importance of ASCs providing an alternative site for necessary surgery. You know, we implemented the following changes to meet the requirements for CDC as well as state mandates, uh, COVID testing protocols, and the use of screening tools for patients, visitors, and staff, 
and following the proper use of PPE per CDC's recommendations. And I think at this time, you know, this is a fluid situation. So it's really hard to, to say if, if this is going to be permanent. Thank you very, very much. And, and, and it's interesting to hear that perspective, quite frankly. And, and Scott or Alex, let me start with you on this, Scott, and then I'll ask Alex for comments too. Scott, what are the most pressing healthcare delivery issues that you're seeing? What are the biggest issues you're seeing out there? It's state-specific in, in some degree, but with the shift of the higher acuity care, the total joints, the spines being moved to the outpatient setting, there is this need for the centers of excellence. And some, spa some states are ahead of the curve where they have facilities that can handle these higher acuity cases, potentially have overnight stays, larger SPD areas to, to be able to handle the equipment that's needed for these cases. But there are, are other states that are behind the curve. And Florida, for example, recently passed a bill uh, to allow overnight stays. So existing facilities right now don't have the size or the capacity to handle these these cases that are migrating out. So we're actively working right now to try and build the Nova facilities centers of excellence to be able to handle these um, these newer types of cases that that are being done in the surgery centers. And, and Alex, some of your thoughts on either healthcare delivery issues you're facing or on the standardization of clinical protocols and how does that work with physicians and facility autonomy? How does it work in terms of standardization of clinical protocols? Yeah, so I, I wanted to make a comment regarding the healthcare delivery issues. So, you know, definitely we're, staff retention has been a challenge, especially since hospitals have increased their salaries due to COVID. And it's been extremely difficult to recruit OR nurses and techs. The ASCs, you know, it's impossible to compete with the compensation and benefits offered by the hospitals. So that's been a challenge. And then physician recruitment has been another challenge. You know, several physician practices have suffered since COVID hit and their patient volumes have decreased significantly. Thank you very much. And what do you see in terms of, Alex, thank you. I mean, you see practices suffering, particularly ones that were really down when elective surgeries weren't permitted and so forth, yeah. and then trying to bounce back from cash flow challenges and so forth. And what about this issue of balancing the standardization of clinical protocols with physicians and facilities? How do you work on standardizing clinical protocols? Yeah, so good question. So, you know, Regent, you know, we work to establish standardized protocols across all our centers. Um, however, we do, you know, the standards and protocols are all, you know, reviewed and approved by our quality committees, our medical executive committees, and our governing board, which includes physician representation. So physicians definitely are, are engaged when it comes to standardizing protocols across our centers. And um, so our goal is to drive standardizing those protocols. And of course, we have physician participation when it comes to finalizing and approving these protocols and implementation. Thank you very, very much. Pain management. There's been so much written about addictions to opioids and trying to avoid the use of opioids or minimize the use of opioids. Alex, what are you seeing there in terms of the moving of higher acuity cases to outpatient facilities trying to minimize the use of opioids? Yeah. So, you know, with our total joints, you know, one of the biggest challenges of doing these higher acuity procedures is pain management, as you said. And the goal is to manage the pain appropriately. 
while minimizing the use of opioids. And however, you know, with new developments in anesthesia and pain control, that's enabled us, you know, to um, do these higher acuity cases, you know, migrate these into the ASC setting. So when we can manage the patient's pain using medications like Exparel and avoid using opioids, patients do not need to stay in the hospital. They can go home. The benefits of avoiding the use of opioids increases the benefits of doing these cases outpatient. So ASCs allow patients to be discharged within 23 hours of care while reducing their risk of infection and allowing their recovery to take place in the comfort of their own homes. Thank you very, very much. And let me turn to uh, Scott here, and, and I'll ask Alex to jump in as well. The biggest opportunity in 2021 for, for the following constituencies, you know, as it relates to physician partners at surgery centers, hospitals, and patients, what are the big opportunities for 2021? Scott, do you want to take the lead here, and then I'll ask Alex to jump in as well? Yeah, absolutely. So the biggest opportunity right now for 2021 is just growth in volume. And we saw a dip in volume due to COVID in Q2 of last year. But after everything uh, calmed down and some protocols were put into place, we really started to see our volume increase. And we got back up to budgeted levels, and then we exceeded budgeted levels. And we expect that to continue. The physicians are really motivated to move their cases to the outpatient setting. Like I said earlier, they're, they're trying to avoid the hospitals as much as possible. So just the growth in general of volume within ASCs, we expect to continue. And with the addition of CMS adding additional cases to the outpatient ASC approved procedure list, we just expect the, the type of cases and the number of cases to continue to grow, which obviously benefits all the physician partners within our ASCs. And, and what about the big opportunities for patients in 2021 as well? I mean, to get back to doing the elective procedures, to do the total joints, the total knees they want to do, and, and be safe doing so. Are those some of the things that are available again in 2021 that maybe were cut yeah, off in 2020? Yeah, absolutely. We definitely understand that there are significant number of patients who had their surgeries delayed due to moratoriums throughout the year, uh, who may have been hesitant to go see their physician or have a procedure done within a facility so that they've held off, you know, now that people are getting the vaccine and social distancing mm -hmm. efforts are working. We believe that there are a significant number of patients who've been on the sideline who in 2021 are going to move forward with their healthcare treatment that's are, that are required. So ASCs are a perfect opportunity for them to get safe, high quality care. And Alex, any thoughts on the same lines as you look at these big opportunities in 2021? Any thoughts on what you see for sort of the physicians you work with, the hospitals, the patients, anything that you wanted to add there? Yeah, and you know, through our recent partnership, uh, Regent will have the opportunity to expand our ASC platform across the country. Regent will be enhancing operational and technology capabilities to support our existing and new physician and uh, hospital partners. Our continued growth will provide benefits to our partners and our patients. You know, with regards to physician partners, you know, they experience the rewards with the ASC ownership and obviously benefits from operational efficiency, profitability, and high quality patient outcomes. 
and their shared ownership models financially align physicians to accelerate the shift of patients to the ASC setting. With regards to hospitals, you know, our continued growth with our hospital partners um, and physician, you know, ASC joint venture helps hospitals to increase their OR capacity. You know, it enhances physician loyalty and it improves quality of surgical services to the community. I, I was just going to add on to the, uh, the hospital's opportunity as well, you know, currently and in the future. So, you know, Regent is partnered with several of the largest hospital systems in the country and They've all realized that developing an ASC strategy makes sense for their hospital systems. And not only does it give them an opportunity to partner align with physicians who are migrating the cases out to the ASC setting, but the hospitals are now focusing also on their backfill strategy. So their ORs are losing cases right now, but it gives them the opportunity to focus on the more appropriate inpatient cases and align with those physicians as well. So it's a two-pronged approach for these hospital systems. It's an alignment strategy with both the physicians performing the inpatient cases as well as the outpatient cases. And you know we're, we're starting to see the hospitals really understand the importance of developing these two strategies. Fantastic. I, I want to thank you, Alex and Scott, for your time and thought program responses today. Just a pleasure to visit with you. I just want to thank our podcast sponsor, Pacera Biosciences. You can always tune into more of the Becker's Healthcare podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. But Scott Bergman, Alex Reyes, what a pleasure to visit with you and hear what's going on in the surgery center business, both from a business and clinical standpoint, and just the movement for a whole variety of financial, business, clinical reasons to surgery centers and the out-migration there. Uh, congratulations on your success, and thank you to Pacera Biosciences for their sponsorship and all that they do. Thank you very much for joining us today.